This is the Brandon T. Adams Audio Experience. Let's get started. This is the Brandon T. Adams Audio Experience. I'm Brandon T. Adams, and this is episode 42. And this is from the Gary Meyer Show, an interview I did here not that long ago. I went on Gary Meyer's show. It's a radio show podcast. He is a legend in this space. He's been doing radio for, I think, 30, 40 years, and he's worked with some of the best, and he's one of the greatest interviewers I've ever worked with, and so that's why I wanted to bring this to you guys to be able to listen to this, and in this episode, it's 15 minutes long. In the 15 minutes, we talk about stories from me growing up in the ice business, how I turned failures into lessons, and how your story can help somebody else. So let's jump right into it with Gary. My guest tonight is Brandon T. Adams. The T is for Titan. This man has accomplished a lot, and I am honored to talk to him. Brandon, welcome. I I, want to say uh, your life, if it's a 12-inch album, let's look at it as a 12-inch album. If I take the needle and drop it anywhere on that album, it's going to have an intriguing story. You, (laughs) You have a lot of the elements that I love about life where down and out, came back, know how to maneuver through complete dirt and crap and look at the bright side of a lot of things. I can almost guarantee at the end of this conversation that people will feel better about themselves maybe or life in general or the possibilities of life. And you have accomplished, as I said, a lot in that you have written books, you've done TV shows, you're a motivational speaker. And I want to start with something that I, if you listen to the program for any length of time, am intrigued with people that get on Shark Tank. Ah. And you have done that. Your father had an ice company when you were a kid. Yeah. Yes. And you delivered ice. Yep. And tell us that story, please. Yeah. So I I got on, so just to clarify, Shark Tank casting, even though I partnered with one of the sharks from Shark Tank, what I did is I was in the ice business. I grew up in the ice business and my dad started uh, Adam's Ice Service in 1986. I was born in 89. And I say, as soon as I got out of the womb, I was working. Literally for almost 30 years of my life, I was selling ice for a living. And I was delivering ice, package ice, different convenience stores. And what I was doing during college, I was uh, really looking for more ways to make money. And I had this concept to cool and flavored bottle beverages, just like you have a bottle beverage here. I wanted to cool and flavor it without having to put ice cubes in. And I wanted a way to sell another product without having to actually like transport and refrigerate in that way. So what I did is I invented this product called Arctic Stick, the cool and flavor drinks. You would pop the top, you would put the liquid in, you could freeze it. But also, since I was going to college, I was thinking about drinking. So I, I used it as a shooter for alcohol shots. And I created this concept. I got some patents, trademarks. I, I put in $100,000 of my own money that I was working literally my friends were buying boats and cars, and I was putting my money into prototypes, manufacturing, and I took this product to market. But in the, the last leg of funding, I did a crowdfunding campaign, which ended up getting me in, in fundraising and, and TV production, but I went to Shark Tank casting call. And so anything I ever do, Gary, I always want to bring a lot of hype and like wow it even before I get into the situation. So I actually contacted a local, the local Des Moines Register because I was living in Des Moines, Iowa at the time. And I got them to do a story. I said, hey, I'm going to be a Shark Tank casting caller in a week. I want to offer you a story opportunity. They put me on the cover of Des Moines Register. And they 
already I had hype going into the town because the producers are coming in town. I went to Shark Tank casting call. There was probably three or 400 people in line. And so what I did in line, I had to cover the thing to show, but also to stand out. I stood in front of the line. My girlfriend, now wife, recorded me. I had the recording and I gave my pitch. I said, hey, listen up. My name is Brandon. I don't think it was Brandon T. Adams at the time. Brandon Adams, I'm the better of the Arctic stick. I gave my pitch. Everybody applauded. But the reason why I did that, Gary, is because there were cameras there, cameras filming that. I wanted to get the attention of the sharks in the room that were doing the casting judging before I even got in there. Well, needless to say, I was the last one to leave the casting. They actually filmed. It was my wife and I pitching together. They filmed us afterwards, which I found out was for a U.S. Cellular commercial. And we ended up getting on the cover of USA Today website that night. Now, we never actually got called back to go on Shark Tank. We were at the casting that they filmed. But the great news is, fast forward, I'm now partnered with the original shark, Kevin Harrington. And we basically have a large portfolio of companies that we invest in and advise together. So I went from inventor to now investor and advisor for companies. So actually, I would say I got a better deal than going on Shark Tank itself. I actually got the shark in my business corner. And now it's really helped me in so many different ways. But it's been quite the journey, my friend. Did you meet Kevin because of that audition? No, actually, I met Cactus Shack Behringer, who was my mentor. And I had hired him years back. And Jack had led me to the book, Thinking You're Rich, which really changed how I thought. But he was my consultant. I always said, like, if you want to achieve anything, find somebody that's already done it. I hired him because he was a very famous inventor. He made tens of millions of dollars. I hired him, but I also knew because I, I during college we had watched Shark Tank, and I saw the segment of Kevin Harrington doing a deal with Cash Shack Behringer, and so I knew deep down inside, long game, if I got in business with Jack Behringer, I would eventually get into business with Kevin Harrington, and then my opportunity eventually came, and I I didn't know Kevin like I knew of him, but I didn't have a connection with him when I went on casting the Shark Tank casting, but after that. It was like maybe a year later where I actually sent an email, a personal video, and then I got his attention. And then I actually brought him to Iowa to speak at one of my first events I did in in the Iowa State Fairgrounds. And then that actually led to us partnering. So it was a little farther down the road. It took many years. I mean, it it wasn't overnight. It was uh, building relationships, following up, setting videos. And eventually he became uh, really a good friend and like family to me. I actually lived down the street from him. That's why I moved to, to Florida. So, The Arctic stick, that was the invention. Whatever happened yeah. to that? You know, I have some patents and trademarks. I invested over $100,000 of my own money in that, that invention. I never generated probably over $10,000 in sales from that product. And most people, and some people still to this day back home, said, oh, remember that invention that failed? Well, it didn't really fail in my mind because for me, what it did is if I didn't pursue that, for one, I, didn't, I wouldn't understand pitching, business development, but also it led me to fundraising, which helping people raise money. I was doing crowdfunding, then traditional fundraising, and I understood really how to market. But where I got in the TV space, which would have never happened if I didn't invent Arctic Stick, is I had a guy come to me, a producer, and said, hey, I have this TV show called Ambitious Adventures. I shot a pilot. If you help me raise the money for season one, I'll make you my co-host. 
I said, yes, we raised the money. We were filming within 70 days and we, we filmed the show. We got an Emmy nomination. That was my first real show that I did and, and got a deal with the Entrepreneur Network and then Amazon Prime. And so that was like my beginning. And going back to it, I would have invented Arctic Stick. I would have never gotten a TV. But when I got a TV, I wouldn't got into where I'm at today, where I'm investing in companies and sitting on boards and also helping through video marketing. So it was a blessing in disguise. I always say our obstacles are temporary defeats, our lessons and valuable insight that allow us to grow. And we can use that to actually profit in many ways if we look at the right way at it. Well, that reminds me, the Arctic Stick did what it needed to do. It reminds me yeah. of Mick Jagger being interviewed and the question was, how would you assess your singing voice? And Mick looked at the interviewer and said, it gets the job done. And I love that because things might at the beginning not appear to be something that you want to happen the way you want it to happen, but then down the road, it's exactly the way it should have started and got you to the next level. It, it's it's 100%. And you, you just don't know when things are going to come full circle, Gary. Like I I recently, uh, I'm, a, I'm actually now a, a shareholder in a TV network called Bespoke TV. And we actually are right now, and we're going to be filming in March for a new TV show called The Next Crypto Gem. And so that show, uh, Kevin and I are actually judges on that show, kind of like a Shark Tank in a way, but a different style to it. And so that would have never happened if I never got in that space. And it totally opened me up to a new world into investments, advisory, and consultation. And so it just, it's cool to see the full circle because you look at, I was once that person pitching and now I'm the person getting pitched every single day and you never know what's going to be the next unicorn business. And it's, it's a load of fun. Um, I'm seeing new inventions, new ideas, new company concepts from napkin to literally billion dollar company getting uh, in front of me. And it's, it's, uh, I love it. I, I, I am grateful for what I have today. Let me get into rising from the ashes with your wife and this project, which you got an Emmy for, Red Flags. Can you explain that? It is why I do what I do. Uh, so Red Flags is a documentary that is featuring my wife's story, Samantha Rosine. And, and Samantha, it, it basically showing how at, at 13, well, she was a, a gymnast, a really good gymnast, uh, winning awards and everything. And then her life changed when uh, a kid that she looked up to had offered her drugs and she got addicted to meth at 13 years old. And then she somehow like quit after a year, which that's very rare, does not happen. And then rolled into a very violent, uh, abusive relationship for eight years. And then one day got up and left and, and started from nothing, literally started from scratch. Uh, I met her five months later and I, we found each other at the right time and really we're in business together. We have an event we do together and everything else. But the film, it tells her story and it shows how, whether it's abusive relationship or it's drugs or what other things in your life, what are the red flags in your life that you need to acknowledge, but you also need to get away from or get out of? And that's what the project is all about. Um, and just telling that story, it's inspired other people. And, and just, there's so many people out there that deal with similar issues. And when you can have somebody for one, the courage she had to even share that on camera and we create a project on that. Like it, it's a whole process in itself, but that is what I'm proud of. We won an Emmy for that. And we also won for our show, but that's the one that I'm really the most proud of. I'm proud of her, but also just uh, this is the power of storytelling. This is the power of film. When you could take something like that, tell somebody's story, but help somebody else overcome something by watching a film. That is why I do what I do.
And what age were you when you met her at what age? Good question. So we were, I'm 33 today. Um, so I was, I was about 23, I think it was at the time. So almost a decade ago, I met her and she saw me when I had no money. Um, she was with me in the roller coaster ride from money, no money, almost bankrupt. I mean, at 29, I almost had to file bankruptcy. Um, and I'm 33 now. I'm doing, I'm doing well. I'm, I'm, I'm living life. And, and so it's been an up and down roller coaster. And she was with me along the way. I, I can't believe she's still standing next to me. Um, but she is, and, and we really make each other stronger. You know, I saw something the other day, which is so true. Your significant other will make you or break you. And if you're in, I look in business, we're in business together, but also in a relationship. If you're in with the wrong person, they can either make you or break you. And she's made me, we really kind of formed to make each other and into where we're going. And so that really, it's just cool to see where we've come from the beginning of, at one point, we were even ramen noodles <laughs> to uh, where we get to be today. So it's it's uh, pretty inspiring just looking back on our journey. Sounds like you and your wife love the adrenaline of, if we do this, what can happen? And you like that challenge. And you and your wife are, I do. Yeah, are really I, motivated by it. Yeah, I like the adrenaline rush. Um She's probably not as much as me, a junkie on it. I mean, I'm, I am a little crazy. Sometimes I'm like, I can't believe I did that. Um, but you got that both kind of support system where you can even each other out in some ways. So it's 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 crazy thinking about it. And yes, I am a little crazy thinking back on it. Yeah, because if she had that meth addiction at 13, I'm sure there are some things that fire when things get a little out there and uncontrollable. And, and that's where the balance has to come back in. And they definitely came up. I mean, especially while filming uh, Red Flags and, and everything, there's certain things that happen in your past that come back up and 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 even anger same for me too i mean that's the power of filming one thing most people don't realize when you're filming with people and you're having them share their story on camera uh it's it's very therapeutic in ways especially if you ask the right questions but it, it's 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 something that really brings up a lot of like not only trauma but other things you didn't even realize and so that's why i really enjoy this process i mean we're always filming around the country and you never know what you're gonna to who you're gonna meet and what story you're gonna be able to share but uh yeah and you're a motivational speaker, and you do these seminars around the country, right? Yeah, so I, I've been putting on events. I, you know, I love bringing community together. My father, from when we he has a cabin back in Iowa, and he would throw gatherings. We'd have meals, play cards, and it, that's really been ingrained in me since I was a little kid. And I, to this day, what I do is I put on events where I bring in speakers, I bring in entertainment. If you ever heard of the band Florida Georgia Line, I brought in Brian Kelly. Uh, for last year's Rise and Record. So we bring in a lot of great talent from around the world. We create an experience for people. And and that's one of the things that my wife and I do together. And there's some business side of it, but the big thing for us is it's called Rise and Record, a event we do all around the country. And it's all about rising up and sharing your story and recording, recording it through video content. So rise up and record video content. And uh, my wife and I do it together. We're the co-hosts. And it's, it's cool to see the life-changing experiences with people because basically everything we did in the film industry and what we experienced together, we bring it to people in a three-day event. There's a lot more to unpack with Brandon T. Adams. And Brandon, if people want to learn more about you, where should they go? I am easy to find. I'm everywhere on social media at Brandon T. Adams, or you just go to my website at brandontadams.com. All right, Brandon, thank you. Continued success and, and thank you for the motivation. Just talking to you and I've, 
talked to you a number of times and watched you speak, and I always feel much better at the end of it, and I, I feel that today. Thank you, buddy.